Well, good evening, friends. It's old hat winding down at the end of a busy day. And it didn't all go according to plan because I stabbed my thumb with a splinter and that kind of hurt. A thorn, actually, on a dead tree limb. It got me good, it did. But it's okay now. And it rained here yesterday and I tracked mud through the whole house today. Uh, but... My bride isn't even mad at me. In fact, she baked me an apple pie. And so I'm looking forward to eating some apple pie at some point. That's my favorite pie. Do you have a favorite pie? Oh, apple is still my favorite. Mm. Well, I thought tonight I would read you a story and then read you a poem and then sing you a song from my very favorite movie ever. Not all of it, though, because I only sing the parts that I know I remember. <laughs> Uh, but I've got another dolphin story for you, and this one's kind of fun. <clears throat> it's the story of Zippy, the blindfolded dolphin. Dolphins can hear very small noises underwater. They can hear a pebble rolling. They can hear a fish gliding through a clump of seagrass. But what about things that don't make any noise at all, like a rock or a sleeping fish? Scientists watch dolphins. And they noticed that dolphins seemed to know just where these silent things were, too. Did the dolphins use their eyes? Sometimes. Dolphins have very good eyesight. But sometimes at night the water was very dark. Sometimes it was filled with mud. And dolphins could still tell where everything was. They could tell things to swim toward like fish. And things to swim away from like rocks. Or sharks. <laughs> Scientists began to think that maybe dolphins were using more than their eyes to tell where everything was. They began to suspect that dolphins were also using sound to help them find out where things were. The scientists noticed that sometimes dolphins made a very special sound. It was like a door swinging, a door with a rusty hinge. The scientists thought that maybe this rusty hinge sound traveled through the water. It traveled until it bumped into something, a fish, a rock, a shark. Then the echo of this sound came bouncing back to the waiting dolphin. From this returning echo, the dolphin built up a picture of the object in his mind. This round trip of sound is called sonar. The scientists thought that dolphins were using sonar to see in their water world. But how could they be sure? A scientist named Dr. Kenneth Norris decided he would settle the question once and for all. He would blindfold a dolphin so that it could not see a thing. Would the dolphin still be able to tell where everything was? But how do you blindfold a dolphin? <laughs> this turned out to be quite a problem. Dr. Norris's dolphin was named Zippy. First, Dr. Norris tried to put sponges over Zippy's eyes. He tried to hold them on with adhesive tape, but Zippy's skin was slippery and wet. No matter how much tape the doctor used, the sponges would not stick. Next, Dr. Norris tried earmuffs. The muffs were, were supposed to fit over Zippy's eyes. The band would circle her head, but the metal band came too close to her blowhole. Her nose? Zippy couldn't breathe. <laughs> earmuffs would not do. Finally, Dr. Norris tried rubber suction cups, and they worked the very first time. The cups clung gently to the skin around Zippy's eyes and didn't hurt her at all. At last, Dr. Norris and Zippy were ready for the big test. Dr. Norris planned to blow a whistle. 
When Zippy heard the whistle, she was supposed to swim around the tank until she found an underwater lever. She was supposed to press it down. Then a bell would ring, and she would get a reward. You guessed it, a piece of her favorite fish. Zippy had already learned how to do this when she could see, but now she was blindfolded. Would she still be able to find the lever? Dr. Norris blew his whistle. Creak! Zippy turned her head from left to right and made her rusty hinge noise. Suddenly, she swam off at high speed. She swam straight for the lever and gave it a good hard push. But Dr. Norris was a scientist, and scientists have to be very, very sure. So again and again, he put the lever in a different place. Again and again, Zippy headed straight for it. The experiment was a complete success. Zippy the blindfolded dolphin was seeing with sonar. The experiment was over, but before Dr. Norris said goodbye to Zippy, he decided to try one more experiment. He wanted to block off Zippy's sonar. He wanted to prove that she would be helpless without it. So he made a foam rubber mask. The mask fitted over Zippy's snout and over the two ear holes on top of her head. Dr. Norris was sure that when Zippy was wearing that mask, she could creak and creak and still not hear the tiniest echo of her returning sound. Zippy seemed to think this was true, too. She had always been a very easygoing dolphin. She had always been willing to do whatever Dr. Norris wanted her to do, but not now. Zippy refused to wear that mask. Again and again, Dr. Norris slipped it over her head. Again and again, Zippy shook her head until it fell off. But Zippy didn't hold a grudge, even against this man who was giving her so much trouble. Every time the mask fell to the bottom of the tank, Zippy swam down to it. She picked it up and politely handed it back to Dr. Norris. <laughs> the end. That's a pretty smart dolphin right there. I don't know about you, but I can't see by making a creaky sound. Er, that doesn't help me see at all. I have to use my eyes. Bet you do, too. Well, I hope you liked that story. And now I've got a poem, and it's by Elizabeth Barrett Browning. And it's the 12th sonnet from the sonnets from the Portuguese. Let me look because then I would get it right, and that'd be good sonnets from the Portuguese, yep, by Elizabeth Barrett Browning. And I think this was from like 1906, so like 114 years ago. That's a long time ago. And I'm reading you this one because my wife read this one to me today, and I thought, ooh, I like that. So here it goes. This is sonnet number 12. Indeed, this very love, which is my boast, and which, when rising up from breast to brow, doth crown me with a ruby large enough to draw men's eyes and prove the inner cost. This love, even all my worth to the uttermost, I should not love withal, unless that thou hadst set me an example, shown me how. When first thine earnest eyes with mine were crossed, and love called love, and thus I cannot speak of love, even as a good thing of my own, thy soul hath snatched up mine all faint and weak, and placed it by thee on a golden throne. And that I love, O soul, we must be meek, is by thee only, whom I love alone. Well, that was my, that may be my favorite poem now, just because my bride read that to me today. <laughs> I hope you liked it too. Well, here's a song for you. Everybody in my family knows what my favorite movie is. It's The Jungle Book by Disney.
love that movie. It's the best movie ever. And if our family goes, all right, what do y'all want to watch tonight? I always say The Jungle Book. <laughs> we don't always watch it, but it is always my favorite. So this is part of the song that uh, Baloo sings when he meets Mowgli for the first time. And I have sung this to a lot of babies, usually pretty low and pretty slow. I can get kind of rollicking with this song, but I try and it is a lullaby. So I'm going to sing the bare necessities for you. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities old mother nature's recipes that brings the bare necessities of life wherever i wander wherever i roam i couldn't be fonder of my big home the bees are buzzing in the trees to make some honey just for me when you look under the rocks and plants and take a glance at the fancy ants then maybe try a few the bare necessities of life will come to you. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities. That's why a bear can rest at ease with just the bare necessities of life. I hope you rest well, friend. I hope you sleep good. I hope you had a great weekend. I hope you wake up tomorrow real happy. Good night.